Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My first guest's passion for fashion and design began at an early age and at just 15 she set up her own clothing brand. It's called Seeking Judy and it's now not only regarded as one of Ireland's most loved streetwear brands but it's also leading the way in sustainable fashion. Seeking Judy's collection of streetwear style is a mix of screen printed garments, repurposed old clothes and made to order custom pieces all adapting a less waste a less waste production approach. And not only that, the brand are taking steps to replace their plastic packaging with more environmentally friendly options and are introducing organic fabrics into the line and I'm delighted to be joined by talented designer behind Seeking Judy Megan McGuigan from Dundalk. How are you doing Megan? I'm good, how are you? I am great and thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. Now let's start at the beginning because your love of fashion became, began at a very early age. You were sort of always experimenting with, with clothes from a young age, were you? Yeah, exactly. So um, I suppose I was lucky enough that my mum and dad were both in the fashion industry and I kind of grew up um, working even in their clothes shops and stuff like that. So I was always kind of around fashion from quite a young age. Okay, very good. So your your parents are in the industry as well. So you're chip off the old block following in the footsteps of of the parents. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then um, just whenever I was in TY in school, I kind of had some extra time and stuff like that. So I used to go home and try and start like build websites on Wix, which was a website builder, which was free and kind of downloaded um, a free Photoshop kind of application for my laptop and used to just try and like work on designs and stuff like that. So, okay. Not many 15-year-olds are doing that, it has to be said, Megan. And I believe that in the early days as well, you roped in your friends to model the clothes. Yeah, I'm still doing that at the moment as well. So I've been very lucky that um, a lot of my friends kind of have be, have let me take their picture and stuff like that. So especially in the early days, um, I just couldn't afford to, to hire models. So I'd be calling in favours all over the place. <laughs> Absolutely. And judging from the, the, the website, very talented group of bunch that you have there as well. But, you know, you're very much a one woman operation in a lot of ways because you do everything from design, you're printing yourself, you're organising and, and shooting the photo shoots with the models. You are so hands on. How do you do it all? Because you make it sound so easy from talking to you to earlier pre- preparing for this. You make it sound very, very easy. Oh, thank you very much. Um, no, well, it's, it's it is hard, but at the same time, I suppose at the beginning you kind of do have to be a little bit of a jack of all trades whenever money is a little bit limited. So, at the beginning, I definitely took a really big interest in photography and really enjoyed taking all my own photos. 
And then because it's kind of always been a part of the brand, I really enjoy seeing the process from start to finish. So often now, like my interest in analog photography will inspire the designs and then I'll design prints from that. And then, you know, ask friends to model, we'll, we'll organize the photo shoot and then kind of see it the whole way through to, um, you know, like mm-hmm. taking the photos again, it kind of goes full circle. Yeah, it really does. And if people want to check it out, uh, the, some of the images are, are on our social media as well. Now, I love the name. Why the name Seeking Judy? Where does Judy come from? Is there a special significance to that? Unfortunately, there isn't. <laughs> um, it was kind of like a, a random enough idea. I was just drawing. And um, originally, I wanted to start up a vintage clothing online store. And I had another name. And then whenever I kind of researched it, I found out that it was already a name. So um, I went back to the drawing board and pulled out some old drawings and I'd scribbled all over the page and that was one of them. So oh, okay. it's really a great story, but... Um, but no, it's, it's, it's something... Someday. Yeah, it's something from the past that came into it as well. But you, you know, you studied in NCAD, which is the cream of the crop in Ireland in terms of, you know, uh, art colleges and that. But then you took a three-year break to travel and this is where things really started to develop for, for you. Isn't that right? So I spent um, a year where I'd, I did an Erasmus year in Barcelona I did, and I did a year in Diffie and I did a little bit of travelling in between in the summers but um, I took a three-year break from Seeking Judy to kind of progress a little bit in my studies. So that was living abroad in Barcelona but I actually was um, studying for a year in a college called LCI Barcelona. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, no, it definitely developed my style and just kind of being around different cultures and seeing different subcultures in Barcelona and stuff, it definitely kind of pushed um, my design. Oh, it really did. Because uh, judging from some of the designs on there, they're very, very unique. You're not going to get these everywhere, that is for sure. So how would you describe the collections then that you have, just to give people an idea? I think that um, they're definitely very influenced um, by print. So um, because Seeking Judy is kind of a printed textile brand, a lot of the designs are um, heavily printed and then even in my degree collection I suppose because I had that print background all of my research my photography kind of they were very heavily illustrated like graffitied walls Mm. and you know different things like that and that kind of ended up um, influencing the design process quite a lot and just through that I suppose it's it's busy but it's also kind of streetwear inspired and um, yeah, just a lot of print and a lot of yeah. colour and stuff. lots of colour, lots of colour. And what I love at the moment as well is lots of tie dye. And this kind of brings me nicely into the sustainable part of the brand because you know tie dye was something that I used to do to old t-shirts as a kid. You know, with elastic bands and and different dyes. And you know, if your if your white t-shirt was faded a bit, you could totally recreate another one. So this is something that you've been doing an awful lot of lately. Yeah, absolutely. And with tie-dye, as everyone kind of probably knows, like each one turns out so unique. So it is something really special. It's all done by hand. And um, yeah, just each one turns out different. So it is kind of quite a special process. Yeah, because sometimes it worked out, you know, that you had a different design in your mind, I know, from doing it myself. <laughs> and then it just, it, it, it kind of develops, which is fantastic. But um, this is very important to you, that the brand be sustainable. So tell me, how have you incorporated sustainability into what you do? Yeah, so um, especially during quarantine, actually, I've really um, trying to reevaluate kind of what I want for the brand and stuff. And um even just the fact that my supply chain was obviously broken down. So mm-hmm. I ha- had just a lot of fabrics that were building up over the years and I was kind of wondering what to do with them. 
And so it was kind of a nice opportunity to look at things like in my own wardrobe. I started reworking a lot of stuff and also using fabrics which I had there, which otherwise wouldn't have been used or scrapped. And kind of was trying to use every single part of the the fabric as well or the garment to recreate something new. So that was something that I definitely had like really, really enjoyed and I'm going to um, carry on with as well. I have a few kind of collaborations in the pipeline with different different things that um, with rework projects basically coming Fantastic. up. Fantastic. Yeah, because, you know, this is something that we were talking about uh, on the show in the last couple of weeks. The fact that, yes, there is so much waste that, uh, you know, the, the the industry produces and that we produce as well through fast fashion. So you're using all the scraps again to kind of rework and into, into new clothes, which is fantastic. Do you think, though, that this is something that, um, you know, we are embracing a little bit more, you know, like definitely in our parents' time and definitely our grandparents' time people were an awful lot more thriftier they weren't throwing out clothes they were reworking things uh, you know they were stitching things up patching things up that kind of thing so do you think that this you know is becoming a new sort of well hopefully it's not a craze that'll only last for a little while but you know do you think people are embracing this kind of upcycling a little bit more I definitely think so yeah I think it's become very trendy but I suppose that's not a bad thing whenever it does have such a positive impact on the environment Um, I really hope that even People, the best thing you can do is just try and buy less. Look at what you already have. Rework things, cut things up, go into your mum and dad's wardrobe, you know, things that they don't, swap with friends. And yeah, just change them around and see if even just small things like maybe cropping something or adding a few safety pins or just something can just really, really change the whole um, feel of a garment. So oh, really? I encourage people to do that. Really, it can, absolutely. And it's it's going back to kind of what we were talking about there. You know, lots of people did this when they were younger as well. They experimented with clothes. They, they you know, made new things from old things and that's what we should be doing more. But, you know, when people hear the word sustainable associated with a brand, they can be deterred. They might think, you know, okay, sustainable means a higher price tag. But that price tag is not there just for the sake of it can you explain why sustainable fashion might cost a little bit more because I know you are hoping to move into organic fabrics as well in your in your range yeah absolutely and organic fabrics do come um, at a higher price but obviously you are paying for more ethical farming methods and more sustainable practices in the whole um, you know fabric process because the textile industry mm-hmm. is just really really damaging to the environment so I suppose before I can even get it. Sometimes some of the damage is already done. So obviously by buying organic fabrics, um, it's a a huge step forward in just um, becoming more sustainable as a brand. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we were talking about this as well, the fact that Gucci uh, came out a couple of months ago saying they want to reduce the amount of shows they do from just uh, from five to two in a year, which is huge from, you know, a brand as big as uh, Gucci. This is definitely a step in the right direction. Are you hoping that you'll see more change like this within the fashion industry? Yeah, and I think it it also comes from the consumer as well. Like us as consumers need to realise that we need to buy less and stop the need for constant consumerism, constant buying. And, um, you know, we have the power to control that as well. So if we stop buying, fashion companies won't feel the need to have so many shows and to produce so much. So that's what you can do as a consumer to help um, within this whole system as well. Absolutely. And, you know, look, there are small changes being made and this is kind of why we're bringing awareness to this because, you know, <laughs> we, we've all seen the images of people queuing outside certain high street brands, you know, now that when once the lockdown lifted and... 
it does dishearten. It does dishearten because not only, you know, do we want to promote slowing fashion down, but we also want to promote shopping local as well uh, with, with the likes of yourself. Um, did you feel quite disheartened when you saw all these queues? To be honest with you, I think that it's, especially within low-income families, um, I, I would never try and um, tell people that they shouldn't shop maybe more affordable fashion because sometimes that is what all people can afford. Mm. However, what I would say is if you're going to go for something a little bit cheaper, maybe try shopping secondhand and in charity shops and stuff like that. And even just trying to, you know, go back to the whole pass me down and yes. friends and things like that. I think that's a, a positive way of um, being a little bit more sustainable. But I understand for some people that that is... Um, the only that, option. You know, it's, yeah, exactly. I would never want to say that that's not, they, they shouldn't do that. I, I understand what you're saying. So in terms of yourself and the brand going forward into the future, you've got lots of plans. As you say, you've been using lockdown very, very wisely. Are you uh, hopeful that you're going to be uh, a long sustaining and uh, going much, uh, many years into the future? Absolutely. Yeah, I know Speaking Judy is hopefully going to be around for a very long time and I'm going to continuously work on the brand and becoming more and more sustainable as time goes on. There's no end goal or you know mm-hmm. just that they're just kind of working on becoming more sustainable <laughs> Absolutely and listen we wish you all the very very best with that listen thank you so so much Megan for joining me on the show today Thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it Hold up what was that? Boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.